Hey, this is Andy from the 4WD Tribe podcast, and uh, I'm at Seven Spirit Bay up on the Coburg Peninsula in Arnhem Land. And if you want to know exactly where that is, um, Google Maps or bring your HEMA up and look for a point, I guess almost the furthest point in Northern Territory, almost right up north, and then the westerly point of that up on the, the Coburg Peninsula, and you'll see a thing called Vashon Point. Anyway, from Vashon Point, it's about 20, 20 k's. We're east of that, and you won't, if you've got HEMA, you won't see any tracks on there, because I didn't have any tracks on my HEMA. And, uh, and so the only way you can get in here is either by fly or, uh, or by barge. Well, we flew in um, as part of a, part of a, a thing, and um, and made it so we couldn't bring our cars into be four wheel driving, but we're doing that other four wheel drive thing we love, and that's fishing. So uh, I've come up here with me mate Bob, and uh, we came up for five days. And let me let me sort of tell you how it all happened. I've been on the the mailing list for a, a couple of these fishing lodges. One's Seven Spirit Bay, and one's the Barra Lodge, and they're sort of sold by the same tour company, if you like. And um, Anyway, I've been getting these emails for ages, and I, I don't even know how I got on the list, but anyway, I'm on the list, and I've been getting offers, stuff, like every now and again, you know, off-season, they send through a 20% off, 25% off or something, and I'll often pass it around to a few mates and go, hey, anyone interested, anyone interested? Anyway, so far, I've had no luck, so this time, I got a 25% off offer leading up to, to Christmas, and this is this is um, Christmas 2021, and... Um, so I shot it over to my mate Bob, and uh, he's gone, yeah, those dates look all right. Well, actually, he didn't say anything. I, I've sent him some dates that Roger, the tour, tour bloke, the tour booker, suggested, and I said, I'll, I'll call you tomorrow, Bob. Anyway, the next day I got in touch with Bob. He said, yeah, I've booked my flights. I said, well, geez, we haven't even talked about this, mate. The pressure's on now. So anyway, that's how it all happened. So I thought we'd better get the skates on, make it happen, and, and chased it down. So we booked the, um, I can't it was about the 15th, about 17th to the 22nd of November. And uh, it was supposed to be good tides, and we're in the build-up season, so it's supposed to be good fishing. So, uh, g'day Bob, I'm sitting here with Bob on our, on our, the balcony, oh, well, I don't know if it's a balcony, it's a deck, the deck of our, um, what would you call it, mate, it's a hut, humpy, bloody room, a hexagon, cabin. hexagon, <laughs> yeah, it's, anyway, it's a bloody nice room, and um, anyway, so we're sitting out here after, after day five of, of fishing, so let's go through it and, and tell you what we thought of Seven Spirit Bay. Um, I, I had, I had... Um, I had preconceived ideas, Bob, did you? I did. I was expecting uh, mudflats and mangroves and the whole area couldn't be further from the truth. It's an absolute little paradise tucked away in here. Uh, yeah, this area up at the top of the, this Coburg Peninsula, like it's absolutely blown me away because I, I expected exactly the same, mudflats and mangroves. And seriously, like if you've, if you've gone on one of those charter boats around the Sundays and stuff, this coastline, is as good or not, if not better. You just can't swim in the water. <laughs> that's that's it. You definitely can't <laughs> swim in the water here after what we saw today. But it, um, but at the sandy beaches and and alcoves and stuff, this place would be fantastic for sailing and getting around. It's just magnificent. Way way different to what I ever thought, Bob. Exactly. Yeah. It. Um, anyway, so we've come up here. And uh, it's uh, we'll, we'll go through the price because you might as well go look it up. That I'll have all the links 
Um, Seven Spirit Bay and the Barrel Lodge. Now, we haven't been to the Barrel Lodge, but I'll put it on there for interest's sake. Um, Seven Spirit Bay. And also, check out Instagram, because I'm going to put a ton of photos up for this one, because there's some cool photos, and I reckon if you're into fishing, you're probably going to want to see those photos. So it's um, at 4WD Tribe, and I'll, I'll put that link there. So that's Instagram, at 4WD Tribe. And... Um, so we started off, and, and look, I, I, I balked at it a bit. It's, it wasn't cheap. Even at 25% off, it was about seven and a half grand. So it's, it's, look, for some people, it's out of reach. For, uh, I guess for others, it's, it's a, it's a, you know, it's, it's a save up job. For others, it's probably a drop in the ocean. But, um, you know, you had to consider that cost. And we thought, geez, I hope it's worth it. And so, um, you know, I had ideas about the fishing and whatever. But anyway, we, we took the punt. Gone in. Bob and I are both retired, so we thought let's splurge, have a look, and uh, and head up here. So it uh, we come into Darwin. I had a couple of nights in Darwin before we flew out here. The deal was that we made our way to the airport. We flew out at eight thirty in a in a, a caravan, a thirteen seater plane, and landed here about forty minutes later. And from there, we just got taken straight to our room, chucked in the room, and grabbed our gear, and we and the. Uh, the guide, boat guide was waiting for us down on the dock. We went straight down down to the dock and we were fishing, Bob, weren't we? <laughs> Before we could even uh, think where, where we'd come from or where we'd arrive from, <laughs> we were dipping a line. That's exactly right. So we're out chasing barra and stuff the first day. Now, the type of fishing at this lodge, it's it's like the barra lodge is obviously what it says. It's a barra lodge. But but this is this tends to be, this is a multi-purpose um, lodge and I guess through the season it probably does a lot of tours but on the shoulder months when the fishing's good they run the fishing charters there's only 24 rooms here but um, but there's been next to no one here while we've been here so the first day we've ripped out gone up the creeks the one thing I will say if you come in here you you, you probably need to understand every all the fishing spots are a fair way away aren't they 60 minutes minimum. yeah yeah it 60. can be yeah 60 minutes so you, you can be a fair way away so if the weather's not that good you need to have decent knees to to ride her out but it's definitely worth it and there's there's barra creeks and there's blue water fishing and there's everything so we're, the first day we've shot out chased chased a bit of everything um because we haven't had a full day and when i say a full day like you're fishing that's it's breakfast at six and you're on the dock at seven, or if not before, and you're gone, and you're usually not back until four o'clock in the afternoon. It's a it's a big day, Bob, isn't it? Very long day. Very long day. But hot, it's, hot days. Yeah. Not much shade, but the fishing's worth it. Yeah, you definitely want to cover up and wear wear all your your sun smart stuff, but the fishing's definitely worth it because we've gone and chased barra. Now I don't know how many species we've caught this week, but it's been interesting. It's been a real it's been, we'll talk about fishing first and then we'll talk about the lodge. Um, the fishing has been well all over the place. Like, and it's typical, you go out one day, you think you're going to cream it and it's hard work. You know, you get a few bites, you get a few hits, you get a few fish and whatever. And it was funny that yesterday, uh, day four for us, and, and over the five days we've had, we've had different crews come in, but everybody that went out on the boat yesterday had a tough day. Like, didn't matter where they went up the creek, out in the ocean, went anywhere, it was a tough day. And not many fish got caught. And you thought of them, oh, gee, that's that's a bit much. But the days before for us hadn't been too bad. I mean, I'd got I'd got a 68-centimetre barra, 
Um, we'd caught some great queenies and golden trevallies and good sized cod, Queensland grouper. Yeah, good sized Queensland cod. We caught a million mangrove jacks, got some golden snappers. We'd got, yeah, all sorts and had a, had a real good time. We probably, we lost some bigger barramundi as you always do, but they were definitely bigger than what we kept. And I lost a good one. I, I check out the photo on Instagram of the one the shark took. <laughs> and we still got a decent fillet off of that thing, didn't we? We did. <laughs> Norm, Norm, our guy, filleted the thing, and they were still damn decent fillets off, of, and the shark had taken half of it. It, um, So, you know, it's very varied fishing. And until, I guess, today, Bob, today was the, like, today was day five for us, and yesterday you're going, oh, I hope we don't finish on that note, because it was a bit, yesterday was quiet for everybody, so it was a bit glum in the bar last night. We had no fishing stories. No one had any great photos to share. And um, anyway, today we've gone out and everyone has just creamed it. Killed a pig. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Bob and I went, we went blue water today. So we went out and uh, got straight into some, some beautiful golden snapper. We got some um, GTs. We were chasing around. We had a really good start to the day. Then we went trolling, and I had a I had a bucket list fish. I wanted to catch a six foot mackerel. That's what I wanted. That was my dream fish, a six foot Spanish mackerel. Anyway, all we caught was a four foot one. So I was pretty happy about that too. And, and it jumped onto my rod too, Bob. How good was that? And, yeah. Well, the smile shut said everything, didn't it? I would have been spewing if it jumped on your rod. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he would have stolen the rod off me, pushed me over the side. Yeah. It. Um, but it, uh, yeah, look, that was a great catch. That was one of my bucket list fish, so I got that. And it was a cracking mackerel. Check out the photo. Anyway, later on that day, we've gone around the Leith, our skipper today. He's gone over the sounder and hit a, um, a big school. And he said, oh, I reckon there's some fish down here. Anyway, we've hit the bottom. And what, what are we doing? Bottom bouncing. And the next thing, boom, they were on. Double and, hookups. And and I'd sort of thought the, the rods and that we were using were a bit heavy. I'm thinking, oh, it'd be better fishing with a bit lighter gear, you know, to get a bit more action. Anyway, when we hit this school of golden snapper, these rods, they weren't light at all. It was, we were getting, um, what were they, 80 centimetre, 80 centimetre golden snapper in this school, and it was like, hit the bottom, catch a fish, bring it to the top. Hit the bottom, catch a fish, bring it to the top. And it was just on for young and old. And that was an absolute ball, wasn't it? Certainly was. In fact, we called another boat over and uh, they came over and then they joined the action and we let them have it for a while and we went off and had lunch. But it was, we caught our fill and it was superb and trolled around the rest of the day. We chased some other stuff and got fish and then uh, and then Bob finished up with a nice, what did he call it? A, um, what that, bro uh, what was that, Trevally? I can't yeah. remember. Like bronze, was it? Bronze, bronze Trevally. Oh, anyway, I can't remember what it was, but another another version of Trevally. And, uh, yeah, look, it was fantastic. So the fishing up here, I'd rate, yeah, pretty good. I, I Like, today's as good a day of fishing as I've ever had in my life. And um, what about you, Bob? Best fishing I've ever had. Best. By far. By yeah, far. and it was funny, and the other boats came in. There was There was two guys that came in yesterday, and they took a, a, the small boat of the of the fleet. That's already down the down one of the creeks. And you can they take you down in the car to one of the creeks. And they went out and they're happy as pigs in poop today because they they got um, they got nearly eighty centimetre barra today. And they and they loaded up. They did good. The other lads came back in the next size up tinny, and um, and they were spewing. 
they come up going, mate, we caught over a metre barra today. They got it in the net and it busted through the net and swam out. And uh, so they were spewing. But they had a good day too. And the other lads that were out ocean fishing with us, well, we called them over and they jumped onto our golden snapper school. magic spot. So they had a good thing. So when Bob and I flew in, so that's the fishing. So I like all in all, over the five days, it's fishing, you know. It's not catching. You just can't go out. I, I probably came up a bit preconceived ideas thinking oh Arnhem Land Coburg Peninsula mate I'll just I'll just stand at the boat and keep punching them out as they jump in you know it's and we'll only let the big ones in but it's it's not it's fish like fishing anywhere you know you have your good times your good hours your quiet four hours your good hours and we even had good days average days and fantastic days in that in that five so that was a cracker but we rocked up and we were the only two here the first first night, weren't we? We were. We were. And there was nine staff for the two of us. So that was pretty cool. Um, and I'll get onto the service and the meals a bit. The next night, four guys from uh, Brisbane rocked up and they've been with us since. And then yesterday, two other guys turned up. So that's been the limit of it. So it's pretty quiet. So this is not somewhere where you're just going to get crowded, overcrowded with uh, with people. Um, you can choose to, to fish four to a boat, whatever, um, or you can pay a bit of a premium and fish two to a boat. Um, but we, we rocked up and, and, and I guess what stumped us, the rooms are really nice. We've gone to the bar and uh, Kayla, the hostess, super friendly, super nice. And as we found, absolutely super professional. Um, the meals, well, I don't know, how would you describe the meals, Bob? Just five star. Everything was just perfectly cooked, perfectly prepared. Seriously, I, you know, I've prided myself on being able to go to some nice restaurants in Sydney and Melbourne and stuff like that. But seriously, we've been presented every night. The way it's presented, the way it's cooked, it's fair dinkum. It's like hat restaurant stuff, isn't it? It was. It's the breakfast is whatever you want in the morning. They'll cook it. You just order. Lunch, we've had... The wraps, is, we've had, you, you can't eat the lunch. Like, it's, I hate wasting food, but it's like they just go, mate, we just don't want you to be hungry. There's, there's cake, there's fruits, there's muesli bars, there's wraps. There's, on the days there's not wraps, there's salad boxes with either smoke, smoked salmon or chicken and dressings. It's just the food is absolutely sensational. Um, your, your price includes all of that stuff, all the food, soft drinks, waters, stuff like that. Um, there's on-site, not on-site laundry, not for you, but they'll do any laundry you want if you want it. Um, but, but it's And the beers are not bad priced. I think they're about seven bucks, six or seven bucks. They're pretty good. Uh, there's a beautiful pool here. We sat in the pool for a couple of hours yesterday, didn't we? Took the boom box down and turned the music up and, and got some beers. Um, and today we're just going to do this podcast and we're going to head up to the bar and no doubt everyone will be there and we'll all, we'll all be bragging and, and, telling, fishing and stories. telling stories. But it's a place where like, they can't do enough for you. I've just I've got to give it the wrap because Leith's the manager here. We had him as a guide today. The, they've just got a great team. Like Kayla on that front of house is sensational. She's been brilliant. Um, we've got uh, Elle's been great. The guides have been fantastic, haven't they? Like any, any poor old Norm. We had Norm for four days. I can tell you this. I've, he is the expert at pulling lures out of trees and untangling birds' nests in overhead rods. 
And I guess that's one thing about the fishing, Bob. How do you feel when you when we had to fish with those overhead bait casters to start with? Well, it's the first time I've ever used a bait caster, and it was like two left hands. They were just the most complicated thing I've ever used. Yeah, and you know, and I've steered clear of them. All my gear is egg beaters. All my gear, and I've steered clear of them. But I, what do you reckon of it now? Well, I'm going home to purchase one. That's for sure. It's going <laughs> to add it to my fishing list. It'd be good if we'd be able to bring Norm to pull us to pull us out of the boat when we get in today. It's funny enough. Four days we fished up creeks, and we never lost one lure. And you should have seen some of the places Bob and I put them. It were they were I don't know how we got them back, but we never lost one lure. Um, and so the guides have been sensational. And, and oh, oh, Norm, most patient bloke all the time. All I can remember him saying is every time you'd get, you'd get a tangle or you'd, or you'd throw it in the tree, say, give us your rod, go over and it'd come back. Here you go. Give it back to you. Thanks, Norm. It was like it, fantastic. Never got frustrated, never got cranky. And uh, today Leith was good. He worked his butt off to try and find his fish, didn't he? He, he, yeah, he'd done an excellent job. He yeah. just trolled around and trolled around and finally we found the honeypot. Yeah, and look, they've, they've, the, the chef's name's Paul. We haven't met him. I'd like to meet him tonight. Um, but seriously, like when you talk about the food, it is, it is absolutely next level, isn't it? It's like eating at the best restaurant you've ever been to every night. It, it's just gourmet, and they bring out can. Well, how do you say that? Canapes, 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 whatever. But but there's three, and it usually goes like this: is is Paul bakes his own bread, so you get olive bread or or bread and ducker, ducker or whatever, and olive oil and all of that stuff. And then from then on, you're usually into the fish. We've been eating sashimi. Um, what, shivash, what do you call that other stuff? Savachi. Savachi? Yeah, whatever, you ceviche, know. Savachi or something, yeah. Fresh fish, we've had, we've had crumb fish, we've had battered fish, we've had little, mate, uh, baskets of fish and stuff, and the flavours are just brilliant. And Bob last night, and I was sitting at the bar just eating, he's going, just keep bringing these and don't worry about the main meal. And, uh, but once again, when we did sit down for the main meal, it, uh, it was absolutely sensational. And I've got to say, that's the only complaint I've really had, Bob, haven't I? Is every night I go to bed, I'm going, I can't sleep, I'm too full. I'm just laying there like a big, oh, just, yeah, like a big walrus, mate, overeating. Um, but, yeah, it's good. You come back every day, the rooms are clean. Um, it hasn't been, we're in November, and it hasn't really, I wouldn't say too hot, Bob, has it? It's not like Darwin's temperature, that's for sure. It hasn't been. It's hot, but it's not as muggy as Darwin. And I suppose because we're right on the on the coast here, we are getting a bit of a sea breeze each day yeah. as well. And and I guess look, that sums the place up. Is uh, yes, it's it's probably it's sexy, but I've got to say, God, you get treated well. It is five star. It is, it is. I did, and and got to remember, this is not a paid ad. I I got nothing for doing this other than the 25% off that anyone could have booked if they were on the email list. That's about, that's the only deal we've got. But I've got to say the service has been, has exceeded my expectations. Sometimes in Australia, I, I get a bit wary because I'm thinking, oh, I don't know if we're going to get, you know, you go overseas and sometimes the services, I don't know, it's different. It's next, you know, it's good, but, but this has been next level. So it's, it's well worth it. But anyway, look, the easiest thing, look, have a look at Instagram because we're going to put up a ton of photos for this one. But all in all, Bob, how would you rate it? 
Look, I didn't know what to expect. I'd actually watched a, a YouTube uh, channel with a, a young guy, brought his wife and two tiny little children, towed their boat into this remote part of Arnhem Land. And that sort of uh, picked my interest a little bit. So I watched these little series and I thought, wow, I'm going to do that one day. And the strangest thing is, two days after I'd finished watching it, Andy rings me and says, Bob, are you up for an adventure? And I said, I'm always up for an adventure. Where are we going? He said, the Coburg Peninsula. And I thought, wow, that's just, it's got to be. So as Andy said previously, I jumped on and booked my flights before we actually even booked the lodge. So. Yeah, he did. He put me under pressure. <laughs> I'm going, oh, God, shit, I can't back out now. <laughs> we had to go. But, yeah, and, and look, this is the magic of the four-wheel drive tribe because, you know, I talk about the podcast is all about the amazing, amazing people, places and things that make up you know, that, that, that make up the four-wheel drive tribe lifestyle and make it so good. And and where I met Bob, Bob and I are not lifelong mates. We're only new mates because we met in uh, Umbulguri. So uh, Bob had signed on from Umbulguri. I didn't know him from a bar of soap before that trip. Bob Bob turned up in his troop carrier and I turned up in my 79. Anyway, we hit it off and had a great trip and we've sort of been mates since. So hopefully this is uh, this is first of a lot more adventures. But anyway, that's the magic of the four-wheel drive tribe is that uh, you meet the ama- you, you meet amazing people, you go to amazing places and you, and you do and see amazing things. So uh, look, if you've enjoyed this little insight into Seven Spirit Bay, like I said, the links will be in the show notes. Don't forget to go to Instagram at 4WD Tribe, and I'll put a heap of heap of cool photos up. But uh, look, please subscribe. All the, the episodes are all random. They're about they're, there's no particular theme. Like I say, they're just about the stuff that I come across and find amazing. So uh, hope you've enjoyed this one, and we'll catch you on the road somewhere. And have a goodie. <laughs>